everyone, and welcome to the Canadian PodCow. Thank you so much for joining us today. I'm excited for this episode. I'm Sarah Sash, and I'm here with my colleague, Andrew Campbell. Good to see you again, Andrew. Hey, it's hear great you. to see you, hear you, <laughs> do all that, Sarah. Um, and it's and it's one of those that, I mean, here in Ontario, there's still, don't get me wrong, there's still some farm meetings. There's still actually a lot of farm meetings, but we're like to the tail end of that farm meeting season and like spring is around the corner. Are you kind of feeling that like there's just some kind of optimism with it? Yeah, we're starting to get a few in-person things happening here, which is kind of nice. Not a lot of them, but a few. And uh, weather's getting a little better. So, yeah, getting the feel. Although for you, like when you say weather is getting better, like it's just what it's instead of like 15 degrees, it's 20. Like it's just always <laughs> no, so nice. No, we're only like 10 BC. right now, 10. Well, <laughs> it just always feels nice in BC. But no, I'm glad. I'm glad because we're kind of we're feeling that very same thing here is that there's a few in person. Everybody's just kind of, you know, still cautiously moving that. But even, you know, on the here with Dairy Farmers of Ontario, we're having our first in-person meeting in, a, in another week or so. So I don't know, it's it, it's exciting and I'm glad to hear you're having the same thing. Yeah, yeah. So today I'm excited we're doing an episode specifically about International Women's Day. Um, this is something I'm not sure that I actually ever thought we were going to be doing uh, when I started in the dairy industry, but it's so great. We're having a podcast episode um, for dairy farmers about International Women's Day, which takes place on March 8th every year. And I'm so excited to dedicate the whole episode to celebrating women in dairy. Now, Sarah, I think we're what we'll do in a few minutes is kind of talk about the history of International Women's Day, which is something that, you know, I, I'm not really well aware of. So it'll be interesting to hear about that. But what I actually want to do is kind of get your perspective in on this. And fair warning, I'm going to be asking you several questions throughout the episode. But, um, you know, maybe you can kind of give me an idea, you know, and, and share a little bit about what does International Women's Day mean to you and to you and, you know, all the roles you have in the dairy industry? Well, I think it's an important day that, I mean, equality is still something that we as a society need to work on. Um, there's more and more and more of that taking place with uh, a lot more attention to diversity, equity and inclusion. Um, but Women's Day specifically, I think it's really great to celebrate the progress that's been made, things that have happened, and then also to, to take stock of uh, what work we still have left to do and where we're going with that. So. It's a pretty great day, I'd say, but every day to me, uh, it's something that's part of my values that we continue to advance the equality of women in all parts of uh, of life. And uh, I certainly get up to a bunch of that in the dairy industry and am excited to talk to some great guests today, too. Yeah, and I'm certainly looking forward to hearing, you know, more from you, Sarah, as well as from those two guests. Uh, Becky Perry is from Perry Hill Farms in Havelock, New Brunswick. And Mickey Aylard is from Brackenhurst Farm on the Saanich Peninsula of British Columbia. So we'll get started with them. Thank you for listening to the Canadian Podcast. International Women's Day is celebrated on March 8th around the world and is all about celebrating women's achievements, raising awareness against bias, and taking action for equality. Its origin dates back to the beginning of the last century. The first International, uh, International Women's Day was declared by the Socialist International Women and celebrated on March 19th, 1911. 
They were advocating for women's right to vote, the right to work, and an end to discrimination. It was then in 1977 that the UN made the day official by inviting all countries to celebrate a day in favor of women's rights. International Women's Day is now one of 87 international days recognized by the United Nations. On March 8th, there will be events and celebrations around the world, of course, but it's also a great opportunity to take stock of the situation of women in society and for us in the dairy industry. And that's what we'll be doing today on our episode with our two guests, Becky Perry from Perry Hill Farms and Mickey Aylard from Brackenhurst Farm. Hello to both of you and welcome to the Canadian Podcast. Thanks for having me. It's great to have you both on. Now, one of the things we always like to do when we, especially when we talk to farmers, is talk farming. So maybe we can kind of get an idea from both of you what you know, the farm looks like, what things are like around home. Um, Becky, maybe we can start with you. Sure, absolutely. Well, thanks a lot for having me today, guys. Um, my name is Becky Perry, and I am from Perry Settlement, Settlement, New Brunswick. I farm with my husband, Dwayne, and our three kids. Uh, Dylan is 13, Paige is 12, and Jack is 10. Uh, we took over uh, Duane's family dairy farm in 2014, and we're the sixth generation to uh, run the dairy farm. We're currently milking around 100 cows with two D Laval 300 robots, and we farm 400 acres of cleared ground. We have a few little side gigs, you might want to say, um, that we do a bit on the side. I have a flock of sheep. I have 25 uh, ewe lambs and two purebred rams. And then I also grow uh, meat king chickens and beef for local sale. Um, so that's a little bit about the farm. A little touch about me. I am the second vice chair on Dairy Farmers New Brunswick board and uh, very involved with the 4-H program. Um, so definitely have a busy schedule. <laughs> Well, I was just going to say, it sounds like you have a lot of free time, Becky. <laughs> yeah, lots of free time. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, I, yeah, that sounds like a complete lie, but that's all right. So um, I do, I would love to cross the country now and um, lie from the beautiful Saanich Peninsula in BC. Um, Mickey, why don't you tell us a little bit about, um, you know, your farm and, and what you've got going on around home? Yeah, hi. Thanks for having me on here today. So I farm uh, about 300 acres with my dad uh, and my husband farms a little bit on weekends. <laughs> and um, I have a four month old baby just welcomed into the into the family. Um, so he's, uh, you know, comes down to the barn and farms with me as well now. <laughs> um, we milk 100 cows on two robots. Uh, and I'm the fourth generation farming here. Uh, my great grandfather started farming on the same property in 1930. So uh, we actually still have cows in the barn that uh, he was milking cows in. We've got a lot of sort of contrast of the old and the new on our farm with the robots. And um, that's me. And I'm also involved in the industry a little bit. So I'm a chair of the Island Vancouver Island Milk Producers Association and uh, on the board of directors for the BC Dairy Association. We're uh, super grateful to have Mickey in our group and uh, have enjoyed for sure seeing her little son with her on uh, all of the board meetings this year. She hasn't missed a one since she's had him, so it's pretty amazing. We can thank Zoom and, and technology for that, even though it's uh, not optimal in some ways. It's been fantastic in others, that's for sure. 
Now, Sarah and I were talking just a few minutes before you two came on about, you know, the significance of International Women's Day. And, you know, we were talking about what it means to Sarah. I, I'm curious, what's it mean to the two of you? And maybe, Becky, we can start with you and then go to Mickey. Sure. So uh, International Women's Day uh, definitely has some meaning. I very much appreciate uh, all the effort that many women before me have put in to make today's society what it is. And I think everything that's happened in the past has made it possible for me to be as independent as I am. And uh, it's definitely gave me the advantage of being involved in, in helping to change the dairy industry with with all the work that's done in the past. So definitely appreciate all the effort. Mickey, do you want to share what it means to you? Sure. Yeah, Becky, that was a great answer because <laughs> I, I just want to echo uh, the the gratitude to all the women that came before us, because uh, they really paved the way. Um, I definitely don't think I'd, it would be accepted for me to be doing what I'm doing and raising a family while running a business and being involved in the industry if uh, there weren't such strong women that came before us. Uh, so I'm really grateful for that. Um, and I think that it's International Women's Day is a great reminder of that. Um, I think there's still a bit of work to do, um, but uh, it's a great day to celebrate women and, and to recognize that uh, even though we're heading towards equality, there's still some work to be done and uh, we'll just keep heading in that direction. So the theme for this year's International Women's Day is breaking the bias. And uh, I just wanted to ask you both what you think about that when it comes to working in agriculture. I mean, I think there's still a perception in some parts of life that farming is kind of a male dominated job. It's something uh, that we don't really always see pictures of women doing or or that side of it. But for me, coming from outside of agriculture and then marrying into it, I know that to be entirely untrue, that there's women everywhere um, uh, doing all kinds of things. So I'm just curious, Mickey, what? how do you see uh, the role of women in, in ag and dairy going forward? And uh, what are your thoughts on the, on breaking the bias? I think it really depends who you talk to. <laughs> I think that there's definitely perhaps this, I don't want to say a stigma, but that, you know, this stereotype of, of men being involved in agriculture. Um, but I think if you really ask any of anyone in, in our generation, um, they'll say anyone can do anything because I think that's <laughs> definitely the era that we're in. And uh, I think that's really exciting. Um, so I think so much depends on, on who you ask because everyone has grown up with with different bias and and a different life. So true. How about you, Becky? Yeah, I think Mickey really hit the nail on the head there. I mean, it all depends who you talk to. Um, this this just takes me back a few years ago. I was in Ottawa for dairy meetings and. I got on an elevator and there was a couple of people on there and there was uh, an older gentleman and uh, or maybe not such a gentleman after you hear what he said. But he, he kind of said, you know, uh, it's funny because you seem young. And uh, in my opinion, I think you should be home raising your family. And I said, well, you know, that's great that you have an opinion. And uh, anyway, the. Yeah, a couple minutes later, the elevator door opened, and as he got off, I said, uh, just be careful. Don't trip over the 21st century there when you hop off. And uh, <laughs> and I just kind of laughed it off, and to me, it, it didn't bother me a whole lot, but it just shows who you're talking to. The other people in the elevator laughed, and sometimes laughter is the best medicine. So I think there's a, 
a, a still a little bit of a generational gap there. Um, people from my generation um, are definitely starting to see that women are more involved and, and value it and and are quite content with it. And I think um, the older generation are starting to get a bit of more of a grasp on it that women are involved and that's okay. But definitely, definitely depends on who you talk to for sure. Well, I can definitely tell this is a conversation that is only getting better as we keep going with this. And and I'm keen to hear your thoughts on a lot more issues, but we are going to take a quick break. We'll be right back. If you ask Canadian dairy farmers what it takes to become global leaders in sustainable farming, they might say, Conserving wetlands with Ducks Unlimited Canada. Working with clean farms to find innovative ways to reduce plastics. Supporting biodiversity with Tree Canada. If you ask dairy cows, well, they always say the same thing. Dairy Farmers of Canada, doing more today because we're here for tomorrow. Find out more at herefortomorrow.ca. We're back with Mickey Aylard and Becky Perry on talking a bit about the place of women in the dairy industry and what's uh, happened in the past and where we're going in the future. I want to come back to uh, the family side of dairy farming. Both of you have touched a little bit on that. Um, I mean, Becky, you're a sixth generation farming, farmer. Mickey, you're a fourth generation farmer. I'm a, somebody who's come into the industry and didn't know anything about farming. Um, but I understand women were always there, always involved. What can you tell us about the history of women uh, and your families being involved in the farm? Sure, yeah, I'll jump in first on this one. I would say I'm the first uh, generation in my family to be, as far as women go, actively involved. Um, I know that uh, my great aunt, uh, so the second generation of my family that were farmers, um, was actually not at all invited to be involved on the farm. Um, and even though she wanted to and she was very keen and able, she was not allowed to, never given the opportunity. And she talks about how that sucked, <laughs> really. Um, and she lives just down the road from us and she now like comes to the farm every day and and um, she thinks it's really cool, obviously, that I'm involved because she didn't have the opportunity to. And uh, I'm really grateful that <laughs> I do have the opportunity to do it. Um, but my mom was uh, was pretty involved in the in the business. Uh, she did all of the books and and did all the accounting for the for the farm, um, and was able to fill in when needed. Right? I mean, women women have always been there. They might be raising raising family and maybe spending more time at home, but someone has to do that. And in my family, it's probably going to be flipped. I'm going to be more likely to be in the barn, and my husband will probably be more likely to uh, to be at home raising the family. Um, so women have definitely always been there, uh, but the roles are changing. Well, that's pretty amazing. How about your side of things, Becky? Is is has there been a long history of uh, women farmers on your side? Well, I married into this crazy lifestyle. Um, so, but I think I think the farmer wife role has really evolved over time. And uh, I think you know if you if you take a step back. You know, the farmer's wife has always been an, a very important role. And it was primarily, you know, look after the kids, do the meals, run the errands. And I guess I'm definitely a little bit out of the box on that. My my floor is not always swept. Like the barn floor is probably cleaner than the house floor most days. <laughs> so true. Really cool. 
I'm definitely, I think probably the first manager that would take the female role um, in this firm. But uh, it's really, I mean, another fun story is there was career day a few years ago and all my kids were in elementary school. And after school, I get a call from one of their teachers and they said, we're all laughing in the staff room right now because we asked all of your kids today, each in different classes, what mom does and what dad does. And all three of them said, oh, mom runs the firm. And they said, oh, what's dad's job? Oh, he works for mom. <laughs> so <laughs> it was, they were all getting quite a laugh out of it. My husband laughs about it. So do I. Um, so uh, definitely going into the next generation, I think my kids definitely see that mom is a, a integral part of the firm. So <laughs> pretty neat. That is that is so funny to have that your kids are that first of all well done in training them that well that they have that <laughs> line so well rehearsed that's perfect so um well, now so that kind of gives that generational perspective what I'm kind of curious is that and this is where Sarah you can shift into the guest seat now because I want to ask the three of you um you know you've all been farming now um, for a number of years. You know, ha have you seen changes over that just from the time when you started, um, you know, to taking on that manager role to where we are today? You know, how has the industry shifted in those few short years? Maybe we'll start with Sarah this time. Ah, thanks, Andrew. Well, I'd say that there, I mean, I've only been in the industry 15 years now, but the, the amount that I've seen more people become involved in driving things uh, more than they might have in the field, um, being more involved in the barns, I think technology, like all of us today are robot farmers on, on the call. So, I mean, that side of it has been really helpful in being flexible to people's schedules and allowing um, more opportunity in that regard. So I think there has been some significant jumps just in the on-farm stuff. Um, but additionally, there's some, I notice an increase in, in women in leadership as well. And I think we'll get into that a bit later, but it's something that I think uh, is something we need to work on still, but it, I'm grateful to see a lot of change there as well in the time that I've been in the industry. Becky, then Mickey. Yeah, I mean, I'm going to echo someone, Sarah. I think I'm going to hit more on the industry side here. Um, I've been also in the industry for 15 years and uh the very first um, like local milk meeting that I attended, there was myself and one other female and the rest were all males. And uh, I remember thinking like, wow, like I know there's a lot more women involved. And, uh, you know, I was at a meeting today and, and the room was was well was probably two thirds men, but definitely a good third women. So we've definitely seen a huge increase in the amount of women getting involved at an industry perspective. And um, if that many is getting involved on an industry perspective, then you know there's uh, a lot more women involved at home. So, um, so yeah, it, it's really fun. We actually just started a uh, farm women group here in Kings County, New Brunswick. And the other night we had our first meeting and there was 25 of us there. It was a great turnout. So, uh, and the women want to learn more. They want to be more involved. And uh, I, I think there's a very bright, promising future here. Yeah, I think something that's changed a lot in the last several years is uh, 
a balance. Uh, I don't want to call it a work-life balance because in farming, it's just your life. <laughs> you know, <laughs> your work is your life. Um, but I just found that there's been so much more balance and and in, in spending time with your family and. Um, or doing things off the farm as, as well as, of course, running your business and being on the farm. Uh, and so I think that has really helped a lot in, in shifting the roles between men and women on farms uh, in terms of who's looking after kids, looking after barns, looking after field work. Um, and, you know, technology has definitely helped that, um, which I think is really exciting. Um, but just in general, there's I think there's a lot more flexibility and um you know, accept it for maybe not working 18 or 20 hours a day if, if you can help it <laughs> in the industry. So you can go and do something else with your life for a few hours a day. Yeah. And, you know, hearing that, I mean, obviously that that's that's a lot of progress in that 15 years. But I know. Well, and your story earlier, Becky, you know, in terms of we're clearly not all the way there yet. Um, and. To be honest, like I, I actually sitting here listening to your stories, they're 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 very inspiring, and I wish my daughter was sitting here listening to this as well, um, because it's just it's it's exciting to be able to hear. So maybe you know, she's ten. Give me an idea, you know, as she comes up into the industry, you know, what other obstacles are out there that we as an industry need to solve, and maybe this time, you know, we'll kind of go backwards, and you know, Mickey, Becky, Sarah. I would say don't let anyone talk down to you. You know, you, you can do anything. I think um, I, I almost think there's potentially more opportunities for women because people are really trying to to be inclusive and, and get women involved. I definitely found last summer being pregnant and doing irrigation <laughs> working was really hard. And that is an obstacle that women are always going to face because so far men can't be pregnant. Um, <laughs> luckily, my dad was so great and, you know, admitted he never had to do this job pregnant. So he didn't know how hard it was. Um, but, you know, there, I think there's always going to be obstacles. Um, but we just got to do everything we can to, to make it as equal as possible. I think one of the biggest challenges is um, is for for the men to be able to accept that the, your wife is going to go to the barn and do the barn work and you're going to stay in and and take the kids to sports or you're going to clean up the house tonight um and I'm really lucky because my husband's super supportive. So we very much have kind of split roles on the farm. I manage the cows and the finance. So, uh, and he manages the cropping and repairs. Um, so we kind of complement each other in that aspect. And he's totally fine to, when I say, I've got to go to the barn tonight, I have three or four things to do. He's like, all right, well, I'm heading to basketball and karate. So it works really well for us. Um, sometimes when I talk to other women, it's it's a bit of a struggle because they want that break. They want to go to the barn and be able to relax. And I say relax, but <laughs> relax and go do all of the chores. They want that break. And sometimes their husband feels bad that their, his wife is going to the barn to do the work and he stays in. But um, I think if we can get over that challenge, 
it's a balance. So as long as you can work together, like I'm just really lucky. My husband and I complement each other, I think really well. And, and we're both happy doing either job. We both get to spend time with our kids. We're both in the barn. So that's definitely how I learned to do tractor work was to get a bit of a break from the house and get out and about. And then it turned out I was actually helping. And I was like, everyone is winning here. I'm going power harrowing. This is what I like to do. So it really uh, it, it does bring that even with doing calves, like every weekend I do calves. I, I find it a nice experience just to go do something else. Like it's amazing how in the farm lifestyle, you can kind of get to doing the same things all the time. And for me, I'm not normally in the barn. I'm usually in the office um, or with the kids. So I I like doing some of that. Um, If I was to answer the question, I would say that we need to be mindful in our farm businesses um, to include women in ownership, in leadership of the business, and uh, to elevate them on our own farms so that they have the opportunity to be elevated in the industry. Because the reality is, if you want to serve uh, on a board or do those types of things, you need to have that behind you. So if you don't have that in order on your own farm, it makes it pretty much impossible um, to go out and, and serve your industry or, or be more involved at a, at a higher level if you need to be elected. Um, and there are some structural things that I would like to see go like show of hands voting or the type of things where you need to nominate the person on the day. Um, Structures like that that are written into bylaws of various organizations, I think, aren't relevant and don't serve women um, when it comes to pursuing actually participating in leadership. So those are some of my uh, ones I would like to see go during the time that I'm involved in before your daughter gets to trying to run through a board. Well, she still does have a few years. We don't, you know, but <laughs> we'll be working on it. <laughs> yeah, we'll work on it, but 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 truly, when I do say, you know, like you know, seeing you all around this virtual table and hearing your stories, you know, brings me a lot of brings me a lot of excitement for what her potential could be in this industry. Um, you know, in, in a few more years, if 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 that's the path she wants. Mm-hmm. So I want to talk a little bit more in uh, present company here about the positions that these two have in the industry and their experiences uh, as leaders in the dairy industry. It's still mostly men who sit on boards, let's be honest. Uh, But for instance, Becky, you're second vice president of Dairy Farmers of New Brunswick. Uh, Around the table, you're the only woman. How does it feel? Does it affect your day to day or what's it like for you? I feel really respected uh, on the board. And, and again, I, I got in with a great group of guys. Um, there's 10 of us on the board in, in New Brunswick, there's nine directors. And then we have, uh, um, somebody else off our firm products commission, who's also a man, but there's never been a day where I felt like, Ooh, they're ganging up on me as a woman. I don't feel any different. Like when I walk into that room, I feel like we're all competent dairy farmers who are there with the same goal of, of trying to make the industry a better, make the industry better for this country. So, so to me, uh, when I walk in the room, I put gender aside and um, I've had people ask me before if I felt like on the boards across the country, if every board should have a position for a woman. And that's something that I am not for. Um, I want to be on a board because I'm the best farmer there to represent um, the industry. And I feel very strongly that on my board, I feel like the other directors respect me. I feel like they're happy to have me there. And I think I bring a different perspective. 
And that's probably the thing I've learned the most about, about being on the board is when you work with men, men and women don't think alike. We, we don't take things the same way. So men can be sitting around the table and say a comment and deal with business and then they just walk away and they don't think about it again, where I walk away and I, I might overthink and replay that story in my head four times and worry if I hurt somebody's feelings. So um, this is my third term on the board. And I feel like one of the things that being on the board has done for me is it's allowed me to see business as business. And I'm going to have to have tough conversations, but that's okay. I have to say what I think. I have to fight for what I believe in. I have to do what's best for this industry. And, and I don't overthink as much. So, so I think it, it's really helped me as a person. Well, that's so great to hear. Congratulations on three terms. Um, Nikki, I have a chance to work with you all the time in BC, which I love, um, along with Lindsay Hare from the northern part of BC. Um, so there's more of us on our board. Uh, we've got three out of 11 members. Uh, what's it like for you as a member of the board of BC Dairy? Well, it was easy for me because you were already on the board, so I didn't <laughs> come on alone. It's <laughs> the only one. Um, no, I actually think, um, I think the uh, the role of a good board or the responsibility of a good board is to bring different perspectives and different experiences so that you can, you can uh, use that to, you know, make the best decisions possible for the organization. So uh, I think having diversity on the board is, is really important. And part of that is gender diversity, exactly as Becky said, because men and women think so differently. So um I think it's great. And, and, and likewise, it's a very accepting, really great group of people. I've never felt like I can't do anything or, or not say anything or shouldn't do something (laughs) Um, because I'm a female on the board. So it's, it's been a really great experience. So one thing we uh, sometimes hear uh, in the dairy industry is that it's difficult to recruit women to boards uh, because they're busy with other things. They've got to put their children and their family first. And Becky, as we've mentioned earlier, you just had a baby. How do you, uh, Becky's got a number of kids at home, but how do you see this side of it? Like, personally, I've got kids. I, so does my husband, so does Andrew. So like, we all have kids. So uh, I don't think it really makes a a huge difference and and shouldn't in what we get up to in the industry. But how's it been for you as a new mom uh, participating in a role like this? I I feel exactly the same as as you. They're my husband's kids as well, you know? Like, (laughs) I think it's so funny when people ask if my husband is babysitting and it's like, He's, they're his children. He's not. He's not babysitting them. Um, and uh, um, I feel like I feel like it hasn't stopped me from from doing anything really. Um, if anything, the farm is 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 harder, is a bigger responsibility than taking care of the, the one human so far. I don't know. Becky can maybe weigh in with three. That seems like a whole lot. So. <laughs> <laughs> Well, well, they definitely grow on you. I mean, it kind of, as you have more, it just is uh, one more, one more thing. But I mean, people ask me all the time, you know, oh, I don't know how you do it. And, and at the end of the day, uh, if I have to prioritize anything, being a mom 
is right now and always will be my top priority, no matter what's going on in my life. But that doesn't mean that's the only job I can handle. Um, I think it takes balance and it takes organization and it takes a good support system. So I think after hearing a little bit about both of you today and talking to you at different national meetings, I think all of us have good support systems at home. And if you have that support system and you have people to encourage you, like I have my husband, uh, my parents are very helpful. My in-laws are very helpful to me and they all are happy that I'm, that I'm doing things that I love. So I don't think children should ever hold anybody back. I hope and I look at my kids and I see that I'm raising independent children who I hope look at me as a role model and say, mom did it and I know I can do. That's my perspective. Well, I think you're both great role models. Uh, Mickey Aylard and Becky Perry, thank you so much. You've been excellent guests today. I've really enjoyed the conversation and uh, happy farming. Thanks, guys. Thank you. Thanks, Becky. Thanks, Mickey. So that's it for today. If you have any questions or comments on this episode or any other one, we're always interested to hear from you. Feel free to drop us a line on our Facebook page, our Twitter account, or you could drop us a note. Well, and personally, Sarah, like I, I've got to thank you. I mean, I know I kind of three in the hot seat a few times, which is always a harder spot than being on this side of the table and asking the questions. That's honestly, that's way easier. Um, but but thanks for sharing your uh, you know thoughts too. And, and I really did mean when I think back to, um, you know, kind of where as my daughter comes into the industry, um, you know, just just, you know, seeing you and seeing Becky and seeing Mickey as role models is, is really exciting for her to be able to see. So thank you for that. Well, thanks for being a great ally to all of us, Andrew. It's great doing the show with you all the time and to be able to have a conversation uh, with our guests. I thought it was fantastic. Um, together, all of us can break the bias on International Women's Day and beyond, uh, whether it be on our farms, in our communities or in our industry. There's all kinds of things we can do to make it a better place for those who are coming beside and behind us. That's for sure. All right, that's all for this episode of the Canadian Pod Cow. A huge thanks again to our guests, Mickey and Becky, and happy International Women's Day, everyone. Happy International Women's Day. We'll see you soon for another episode of the Canadian Pod Cow.